G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. If you don't want to live in fear, anxiety, and worry, put your concerns in the hands of God. Don't be afraid to commit an unknown future to a known God. With all that's gone on this year, it's been easy to let anxiety take over our thoughts. Pastor Greg Laurie says, let God take over instead. As someone wisely said, when your knees start knocking, kneel on them and turn your panic into prayer. This is the day when the lost are found. often bring worry and fear. And fear and worry make it difficult to solve problems. And that causes more fear and worry. Many of us have been caught in a downward spiral like that, especially this year. But today, on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to learn to end that whirlwind. He's launching a new series of Best of Messages of 2020. And we're going to Scripture for God's answer to fear, worry and anxiety. Help is on the way for your challenges. I've spent a lot of time looking at birds because <laughs> I have a bird feeder right in front of my kitchen and I'll sit there at my kitchen counter and have breakfast in the morning and I'll watch the birds come. And I also have a squirrel that's sort of an interloper and he comes in and, and steals seed from the birds. And by the way, it's a squirrel-proof bird feeder, but somehow the squirrel, who's quite an acrobat, I have to say, hangs on it upside down, eating the seed, kind of shaking his tail at us, just, come on, what do you, what do you got? You want some of this? It's a crazy thing. But watch the little birds. There's a lot we can learn from birds. And by the way, Jesus made that point 2,000 years ago. And I want to read to you what he said from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. And by the way, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Here's what Jesus says. I'm telling you, don't worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food or drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food in your body, more than clothing? Then Jesus says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, but your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable to him than them? So why do you worry about these things? Can all of your worries add a single moment of time to your life? Why do you worry about clothing? Jesus says, look at the flowers in the field. Look at how they grow. Yet I say to you that Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And if God's gonna care so wonderfully for wild flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he'll certainly care for you. Why do you have such little faith? 
So don't worry about these things saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of non-believers. But your heavenly Father knows all of your needs. Now I love the statement. Jesus says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So he concludes, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. I have 10 things I want to share with you that will help you to not worry. Point number one, very simple, the believer should not worry. Now Jesus is not saying we shouldn't be concerned about the needs of life. He's not saying we shouldn't be concerned about food on the table, clothes on our back, a roof over our heads. But what he is saying is don't worry about these things. Listen to this. Worry and anxiety can actually cause deep depression. Now I know the experts tell us this, but the Bible told us this a long time ago in Proverbs 12, 25. It says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. So you don't want to be depressed. A lot of times we're self-absorbed. And I'm going to ask you right now as we're facing this coronavirus together to not be selfish. I'm going to ask you to be selfless. And I'll tell you why that's important. It's important for your own benefit because you're going to feel better. You know, studies have been done that have determined that when you help others, you feel better yourself. I actually have a 10-step program to cure you of depression. Step number one, do something for someone who has greater needs than you. Uh, Step number two, repeat step number one nine more times. Get it? So there's someone around you that's in need. It's maybe a neighbor maybe a family member, someone that could really use a helping hand. So focus on that. Worry is not a good thing. I think sometimes we think worry is some kind of a virtue, but let me say something that might surprise you. Worry can actually be a sin. Why? Because worry is a failure to trust God. Why should we not worry? Jesus illustrates. He says, birds don't worry. Why do you worry? Have you ever seen a stressed out bird? No, of course you haven't. Birds just go out there and live their little bird lives. (laughs) No bird has ever been promised eternal life. No bird has a hope of heaven. But what do they do every morning? They wake us up with their singing and they're happy. And that doesn't mean that birds don't take action to get food. I mentioned I have a bird feeder. They come and get the seed. Uh, or the rest hang out at McDonald's and wait for a fry to hit the ground. But they do their due diligence, but they don't worry about it. There's an old poem. Kathy, I wonder if you remember it. Remember the one about the sparrow and the robin? Do you have it memorized? Said the robin to the sparrow, friend, I'd really like to know why these anxious human beings rush about and worry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, friend, I think that it must be that they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. Wow, that's pretty good. So that's true. So if God's going to take care of birds, he's going to take care of you. Then Jesus illustrates with flowers. Look at flowers. They don't worry. Why should you? Solomon in all of his glory, in his royal robes, and his gold-encrusted throne, 
wasn't as beautiful as the simple wildflowers of Galilee. So the point that Jesus is making is God takes care of these things. He's going to take care of you. Here's another point. Worry does not make your life longer. It just makes it more miserable. Listen to this. Worry can actually shorten your life. A medical experts have determined that worry can disease the nervous system, the digestive system. It's really a very bad thing. So we don't want to live that way. And here's what Jesus is saying. Uh, in verse 27, can all of your worries add a single moment to your life? Listen, you're going to live as long as God wants you to live. Nobody changes that. A virus doesn't change that. A threat against your life doesn't change that. And as I mentioned last time, the Christian is indestructible until God is done with them. And I think in many ways this coronavirus is a national test. In fact, in many ways it's a global test. And for many it's a nightmare, but it should not be for a Christian. In fact, it should be a challenge to us Psalm 27 verse 5 says, In the day of trouble, he'll keep me safe in his dwelling. He'll hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. You can shelter in place in the Lord, not just in your home or your apartment or wherever you happen to live. You know, And while you're there, redeem the time. The Bible says redeem the time because the days are evil. The word redeem means make sacred and wise use of every opportunity. And one of the things you can do when you're at home is read the Bible. And that brings me to another point. We grow in the faith that we're often lacking, causing us to worry when we don't read the Bible. But if you want to grow in your faith and have more faith instead of worry, read your Bible and believe what it says. Because Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So let the Word of God bolster your faith. Great to have you with us on A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from California, USA. It's the first in a series of 10 messages looking back at the top 10 most requested of the last 12 months. And this one is no surprise. It's God's answer to fear, worry, and anxiety. Been plenty of that for a lot of people this year. And right now he's offering 10 things to help us to avoid fear, anxiety, and worry. Here's the next one. Trade your worry for worship. Look at what Jesus says in Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God in his righteousness. Put God first in your life. Put God first in your priorities. Put God first in your marriage. Put God first in your singleness. Put God first in your career. Put God first in your finances. Honor the Lord. Let him have his way in your life. Jesus taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer to say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As one preacher said, who was named Alan Redpath, we cannot pray thy kingdom come until we first pray my kingdom go. And God's plans for you are better than your plans for yourself. Don't be afraid to commit an unknown future to a known God. Put God's kingdom first and turn your panic into prayer. I told you to turn to Philippians 4. Let's flip over there now. Read a very familiar verse. Philippians 4, 6. Paul says, don't worry about anything. 
But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, now this promise, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If you don't want to live in fear, anxiety, and worry, put your concerns in the hands of God. As someone wisely said, when your knees start knocking, kneel on them. And here's another really important key given to us in Philippians 4, verse 6. In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Don't wait for the answer to the prayer to give thanks. Give thanks now. I give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his mercy endures forever. I don't give thanks to the Lord because I feel good because maybe you don't feel good right now. I don't give thanks to the Lord because things are good, in quotes. I give thanks to the Lord because he is good and his mercy endures forever. Here's my final thought for you. Replace thoughts of anxiety, worry, and panic with godly thoughts. Philippians 4.8 says this, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just and pure and lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue or anything praiseworthy in these things, then meditate on them. Think godly thoughts. So the next time you fly into a panic or you're worrying about something, remind yourself of what the Word of God says. Quote scripture to yourself. Remind yourself of what is true. Whatsoever things are true and lovely and virtuous and have good report, think on these things. So fill your mind with God's word. And I'll tell you a good place to do that is at harvest.org. You can come here. We'll have inspiring messages for you, praise and worship for you, movies for you to watch that have great Christian themes. But the most important thing is open up the word of God and read it for yourself. And that's how we can spend our time. And so you replace your worry with worship. And as I've said before, turn your panic into prayer and turn your fear into faith. Listen, all these things I'm sharing with you, these truths are for believers only. You say, what do you mean by that? I mean, what I'm sharing with you is only for people who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I'll be honest with you. If you're not a Christian right now, you're probably freaking out. Maybe you ought to be. Because what hope do you have? Do you think technology is going to save you? Do you think Hollywood's going to save you with a new blockbuster film? You can't even go to the theaters right now. Do you think government's going to save you? They're doing what they can, but they can't save you. Only Jesus can save you of your sins. And there's someone watching me right now that does not have this hope I've talked about I read you the words of the Apostle Paul. He said, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. And the peace of God that passes all human understanding will guard your heart and mind. I have peace right now. I know things are chaotic. I know that there's uncertainty in the air. I know these are scary times. But I have peace in the middle of a storm. And that peace comes from my relationship with God. And I ask you, do you have that peace? You're not going to find it in a bottle. You're not going to find it in a drug. You're not going to find it in helpful little sayings you read on Instagram or Pinterest. You need God's word. You need truth, man. And most of all, you need Jesus. 
And guess what? Jesus is here for you right now. And he's ready to come into your life. Because being a Christian is not just being religious. Being a Christian is having a relationship with God. Where Jesus comes and lives inside of you. And some of you don't know him now. You're stressed out. You're agitated. You're afraid. Here's what Jesus says. Come to me. All of you that are weary and stressed out. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to him. That you can be forgiven of all of your sin. You can replace your fear with faith. And you can have hope in a hopeless time. What kind of hope is it? It's the hope of heaven. Because no matter what the Christian knows, will go to heaven. You say, well, no one can know that. No, actually you can't. Because Jesus said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believes in him should not perish, but they'll have everlasting life. Listen, I know I'm going to heaven when I die. Say, how do you know that? I've put my faith in Jesus. And the Bible says, for as many as received him, he gave them the power to become sons and daughters of God. And the Bible says these things we write to you that believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. If you don't know that you have eternal life, if you are not sure that your sin is forgiven, if you don't have the confidence that you go to heaven when you die, or if your life is filled with turmoil and fear, it can change right now by you asking Jesus to come into your life. He's just a prayer away. In fact, it'd be my honor to lead you in a prayer. A simple prayer. So simple, a child can pray it. Pray these words. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but I know that you're the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. Jesus, come into my life. I call out to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. An important prayer from Pastor Greg Laurie with those who are making a change in their relationship with God today here on A New Beginning. And if you've just prayed with Pastor Greg and you've asked Jesus to be your Saviour, we'd love to follow up with you by sending a free resource it's called our New Believers Growth Packet. It's a great way to get started living as a Christian. We'll be glad to send it to you free of any charge or obligation. It'll help answer some of the questions you might have and help you build a solid foundation for your faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you contact us on one 800 Well, next time, as Pastor Greg continues our series of most popular messages of the year, he brings a powerful step-by-step -step study on how to follow the Lord's plans for a more successful and rewarding prayer life. What a great way to start 2021. Hope you can join us same time tomorrow on A New Beginning. Now for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called... God's answer to fear, worry and anxiety. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.